You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Today is Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, it's a space theme. There's a direct line from Star Trek to Mars Perseverance through the voice of Swati Mohan. A payload of the Orville's Planetary Union flags have just landed on the ISS, and I've got a little UFP-themed trivia. I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month of counseling at betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. Right, first up, if you've been following the progress of the latest Mars rover, Perseverance, then you've probably heard the voice of Swati Mohan. She was the one you heard saying, touchdown confirmed. Mohan is the Mars 2020 Guidance and Controls Operations Lead at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, or JPL, and she's the one narrating the rover's descent to the Martian surface. And she credits at least some of her career inspiration to Star Trek. A piece from the Cornell Chronicle out of Cornell University in New York, Mohan's alma mater, pointed to her profile on NASA's Mars Exploration Program website. In her profile, she talks about her childhood, what she wanted to be when she grew up, and about what sparked her interest in space and science. Mohan was just a year old when she emigrated from India to live in Northern Virginia. As a child, she wanted to be a pediatrician until she discovered physics. That was when I really considered engineering as a way to pursue space, she said. It was years earlier that her interest in space was sparked. In her NASA profile, she said, I remember watching my first episode of Star Trek at the age of nine and seeing the beautiful depictions of the regions of the universe that they were exploring. I remember thinking, I want to do that. I want to find new and beautiful places in the universe. Now, of course, she is doing just that. In her role as Guidance, Navigation, and Controls Operations Lead, she manages the team that controls Perseverance's eyes and ears. During entry, descent, and landing on Mars, she said, GN&C determines the position of the spacecraft and commands the maneuvers to help it land safely. And occasionally, Mohan gets to be the center of attention on the internet. You can listen to Mohan's voice in the latest video of Perseverance's landing on NASA's YouTube page. It's got three minutes of real-time footage of the rover landing on the Martian surface. And it hardly needs to be said that it's a must-watch. Now up next, the Orville has finally made it into space for real. All the way back in June of 2020, we told you about a collection of flags from the Trek-alike series The Orville destined for a 75-million-mile tour in the vacuum of space, attached to the International Space Station. After a few hiccups along the way, those flags have finally made it, riding along on the spacecraft Cygnus NG-15, which docked with the ISS on Monday. To bring you the details, we spoke via email with Richard Garner, director of the Space Collective and the man responsible for this astronomical achievement. When we first reported on the plan to send flags from the Orville into space, that payload was initially scheduled to fly on Cygnus NG-14, which launched in October of last year. 
According to Garner, complications stemming from the COVID-19 pandemic meant they were unable to complete the integration procedures in time to make the October launch. The team at the Space Collective decided instead to schedule to fly on the next available mission, Cygnus NG-15. That spacecraft was launched on February 20th using an Antares-class rocket and successfully docked with the ISS early Monday morning. Richard Garner is not only a space enthusiast, but a lifelong fan of science fiction. As a fan of both Star Trek and the Orville, Garner felt a sense of obligation to help further the positive social impact made by the two franchises. I believe that we have a responsibility to encourage positive social change in any way that we can, Garner said, adding, TV and film have always been an incredible medium in which to do that. You only need to look at the Star Trek fan base to see the positive social impact that comes with growing up on the Roddenberry philosophy. Garner feels that the Orville is now a part of this philosophy, whether intentional or not. With his connections at NASA, he was able to secure a place on board the Cygnus spacecraft to bring part of the Orville to space in an effort to not only promote the series, but to promote the positive ideals put forth by the Orville. The Orville, much like Star Trek, challenges the social conventions and problems we face as a society today making us think about where these problems could lead us if left unchallenged, Garner said. As one of the generations who grew up on Star Trek, the philosophy behind the show, a philosophy shared by the Orville, has guided much of my life, so the impact really is substantial. Garner shared his excitement for the launch on social media on Saturday, thanking NASA and aerospace contractor Northrop Grumman for their support. He tweeted again Monday morning with a screenshot of the Cygnus spacecraft a mere 250 meters from the ISS, using the simple phrase, there she is. The Space Collective hopes to be able to send more sci-fi memorabilia to space in the future. Ultimately, Garner said, we are beholden to NASA and producers of the show or shows in question about exactly what we can fly. As long as all parties approve, he says they will absolutely send more sci-fi memorabilia into space in the future, so stay tuned. Now I've got Trek Trivia Tuesday here in just a moment, but first, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If there's something interfering with your happiness, or something that's standing between you and your personal goals, BetterHelp can, well, help. BetterHelp is not a crisis line, they're not a self-help service, but what they are is professional counseling done securely online. When you join BetterHelp, they'll match you with a licensed therapist skilled in what you need. You can message them anytime, get timely and thoughtful responses in return, and you can also schedule weekly video or phone sessions all in a way that suits you. For me, that means using their mobile app to chat with my counselor but you can just as well message them in your browser, or like I said, through video chats or the phone. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a Daily Star Trek News listener, you can get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. And that's help, H-E-L-P. Join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. That's H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. 
and a big thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's show. And now, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know, the United Federation of Planets was founded in the year 2161. Its headquarters, before the burn, were situated in the city of San Francisco, on Earth. At its peak, the Federation held a presence on thousands of worlds and was composed of 350 member planets. However, after the burn in the early 31st century, the Federation was reduced to just 38 member worlds. So now, a trivia question for you. While the Federation eventually grew to encompass hundreds of races, it was founded by just a few. Who were the founding members of the United Federation of Planets? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. Today's show was sponsored by BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month of counseling by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.